Hi, I'm Josh. And I'm Nick. And this is the One Word Podcast. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever thought about your spiritual legacy? Think about that for a few seconds. I don't know if you're listening to this on 1.5 or 2x speed on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I know I do that. So sometimes I can rush through podcast content and audio content. But I want you to be still for a second. And I'm going to give you a few seconds to really think about this question. Have you ever thought about your spiritual legacy? Let that sink in for a second. At the end of the day, what are you going to be remembered for? I remember uh, going to a Christian school, uh, Calvary Christian Academy. I was very blessed to get to go to a high school where I I had Bible classes. And I had a Bible teacher uh, named Mr. Eric Purdick. And and one of the days in class, we did this exercise. And he got everyone a piece of paper. And he said, okay, I want you to take a few moments. And I want you to write down your eulogy. For yourself, if you died today and you gave your own eulogy, what would you say about yourself? Or what do you think other people would say about you and your life? Now, if you've never done that before, it's a pretty freaky thing. It's a pretty daunting task. It's crazy because you're sitting there and you're thinking about the impact and the legacy of your life. Many people think about the word legacy and they think about how they will be remembered in regards to their accomplishments and achievements. Today, I want to ask you, what is your spiritual legacy going to be? And your spiritual legacy is tied up in your relationship with God and your relationship with others. There's one key word when you think about spiritual legacy, and that is relationships. Relationships. At the end of the day, your spiritual legacy is calculated by your relationship with God and your relationship with the people that God placed around you. I want to tell you a quick story. See, my dad, he was 13 years old, didn't have a relationship with the Lord. He had some friends in the neighborhood growing up and he would play basketball with them all the time. His life was on a particular trajectory. I know a lot of people don't like to use the word hell, but his life apart from God, was on a trajectory towards life apart from God in eternal conscious conscious torment in a place called hell. But when he was 13 years old, him and his buddies were shooting hoops outside. And what do you know? One of his neighbors named Reg Cook, Coach Reg Cook, coach of the Highlands Christian Academy basketball team, came by and started building a relationship with my dad and his friends. In time, Reg Cook, Coach Cook, brought my dad to a relationship with the Lord. He introduced him to Jesus and several of his friends. And and these guys, they started getting on fire in their faith. They developed a love for the Lord. And now my dad, man, it's amazing for me to think about my dad's relationship with Jesus and how that has profoundly impacted me. But going one step further and seeing the spiritual legacy of Coach Reg Cook. And without Coach Reg Cook introducing my dad to Jesus, I don't know if I ever would know Jesus because my dad introduced me to Jesus. 
So when I think about spiritual legacy, when you right now are thinking about spiritual legacy, whether you're driving in your car, whether you're watching this on video, or whether you're sitting in a library right now with headphones on, I don't know where you are, but I want you to really zone in and think about your spiritual legacy. What are you doing today? We've talked all season long about the word lead. What are you doing today to lead yourself to a place of having a significant spiritual impact and legacy on the lives of others. If you are not actively leading yourself and positioning yourself to be in places of spiritual impact, then you will not have a spiritual legacy. I'm going to say that again. If you are not actively leading yourself and intentionally positioning yourself to have moments of high spiritual impact, then you will not have a spiritual legacy. At the end of your life, it'll be an awkward funeral. People won't know, hey, I don't know where this guy is right now. I don't know where this girl is because, you know what, I don't know if they had a relationship with Jesus. I don't know if you've ever been to one of those funerals. I have. It's very awkward. It's very difficult. It's a very hard thing to sit through. But on the other side of that, when you've gone to a funeral of someone that you knew loved the Lord with all their heart, with all their soul, with all their mind, with all their strength, it is a joyful and triumphant thing because you know that that person is in the presence of Jesus and celebrating with him. And people will tell stories and you yourself, maybe you're at this funeral because this person impacted you profoundly. Those funerals are something beautiful and sweet to be at. Yes, they are sad. They are bittersweet. We miss those people, but there is a beautiful sense to them of knowing their hope and assurance was in Jesus. And you can sit there and know, I know where this person is and I'm going to see them again one day. So spiritual legacy, it's, it's not a new concept. It's not something I came up with. I actually want to point you to a passage of scripture that is quoted frequently. It may be on a poster in your room. It may be on one of your mom's cute Etsy walls. I don't know, but it's a very, very commonly heard and used verse. It's found in Joshua 24, 15. But I want to paint a little picture for you before we read this verse. This one simple verse that is our entire message for today's episode of the podcast. See, this verse comes from the end of the book of Joshua, and it's actually also the end of Joshua's lifetime. See, Joshua, he had one final time to talk to and address the entire nation of Israel that he had spent his life leading since the death of Moses. Joshua, I, I, I can't imagine being in that position, being in that situation, knowing, hey, this is going to be the last time I'm going to address an entire nation. I don't even know what it would be like to address a nation for the first time, let alone this is the nation you've led for years and you're about to end, your life is about to come to an end and you know it and you can sense it and you're going to give one final delivery and speech to this people. Joshua, of all the things that he could say, he says this in Joshua 24, 15. I encourage you to, to highlight this verse. If you have the Bible app, open it up. Man, share this verse with someone. But Joshua, he says this, as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my household, 
We will serve the Lord. Of all the things that Joshua could say, he could talk about the achievements. He could talk about the time when him and Caleb, they were the only ones that believed that they could overcome in the promised land. Everyone else doubted, but no, he could give a powerful speech about himself and and hype up his own ego and talk about his accomplishments and all that they did as a nation and, and the lands that they conquered and everything. And he could talk about all those things. He could talk about the time that the sun stood still. The only time that's ever happened in history. He could talk about so many amazing things. The accomplishments, the achievements. But what did Joshua talk about? He talked about spiritual legacy. He talked about serving the Lord. He active, He said, as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Joshua was full of faith. He did not lack confidence, which the word confidence just means with faith. He did not lack confidence in his God. He did not lack confidence in his family's state of their devotion to the Lord, their faith in the Lord, because Joshua knew, he said, me and my household, I take it upon myself to have a spiritual legacy. It's not just about me and my relationship with the Lord. Is it about my family? It's about those who are closest to me. I want to model to them what a healthy and thriving relationship with the Lord looks like. And I want to make sure that they know that is what it is all about. When I'm gone, if they remember anything, I want them to remember this, that they are here to serve the Lord. And not only that, he says, I'm going to model this and I'm going to declare this before an entire country that is gathered here to hear something special from me. I share with them that your life is best lived. The most important thing about it is serving the Lord. Living a life with Jesus. I I can only think about one other verse when I think of this and that's John 15, 13. Jesus says this, greater love has none than this, than he who lays down his life for his friends. And and I don't know where you're at across from this microphone. I'm talking to, I don't know where you're listening to this, but I know, I want you to know this. I want you to know, to know, to know Jesus loves you. He's got a plan for you. He calls you his friend and he shows you that. He doesn't just say it. He demonstrates it. He demonstrated his love for us because he died for us. He quoted that, that, that quote of scripture that we read in John 15, 13. Man, he, he demonstrated his love for us. He didn't just say that. He went to the cross. He went to the cross. He endured a brutal death and he rose again and defeated death so that we can be in relationship with him. Now, I, that, that's not on the script. That's off tangent. But I just want to make sure if you're listening to this that you know that. Now, here's the deal. If you're watching this on video, if you're not, I'm just going to tell you, I'm wearing a lead shirt. Okay, we have these lead shirts at onewordbrand.com. You can get one for yourself. But here's the deal. I want to tell you that this shirt, it could very well just be a shirt. But it's not just a shirt if we choose to embody the meaning of it. See, for us, our job is an opportunity to pass on a spiritual legacy through what we do every single day. So for me, the whole reason we even started One Word is because I wanted to actively be intentional about my faith. So I wanted to wear it. 
If I can focus on this word lead and lead myself well every day, if I can lead in our community, man, people in your community are looking to you for leadership. Joshua, he had a mentor, Moses. I want to ask you a question. Do you have a mentor? Who is your mentor? One of the number one indicators of youth today, maintaining and keeping their faith through their college and young adult years is having a mentor in their life, is being a part of an intergenerational church. So if you're just surrounded by people who look like you, who are the same race as you, who have the same political beliefs as you, who are the same age as you, who have the same interests as you, then you're not going to go very far. You're just going to be in a sounding board that deflects itself and bounces around and you feed yourself your own current thoughts. You need to be challenged to grow. You need to have someone in your life who's older than you, who's a little bit more spiritually mature than you, who's gone through some difficult things, who can guide you, who can direct you, who can challenge you and can push you so that you can be led and so that you can lead yourself, you can lead your family, you can lead your friends, you can lead your circle and you can lead your community. See, this word lead, it can't be taken lightly. We need to take this word seriously. We need to have some ownership in our lives. We've talked about it in episode one, two, three, and four at some extent. I remember Maddie Thomas last episode. She said, 10% of life is what happens to you. 90% of it is how you react to that. Man, Jeff Kokenhauer, he joined us. He talked about backseat leadership. Man, how you can lead from any seat in an organization any seat in your life. You don't have to be the CEO. You don't have to be the president. You don't have to be the person that has the title or the position. You can lead from anywhere. Nick and I on episodes one and three, we talked about how leadership, it starts with us. It starts with you. Leadership starts with me. We need to lead ourselves well. I want to ask you a question. Man, do you know what you're doing? Do you know the next step that you're taking? Are you being intentional about your faith? Are you being intentional about your spiritual legacy? The next time that you're not sure what you're doing, the next time that you feel like quitting, the next time that you feel like you're not having an impact, maybe it's because you aren't. A lot of times in life we say, oh, we don't want to hurt people's feelings. Maybe if you don't feel like you're having an impact, it's because you're not. But again, Here's the hope that can stop today. That can turn around today. I want to encourage you. Don't believe that. Don't quit. Don't give up. If you're not having an impact, start having one today. Start having a life that is full of spiritual impact. Start living for a spiritual legacy. Man, I have a friend and I'm not going to say his name, but I got to grow up playing baseball with him. And I love this dude. He didn't have a relationship with the Lord. But man, every year, every summer, we were teammates. I would continue to witness to this guy. I would invite him to church events. Man, this guy gets saved. He goes out to another state. He plays college baseball. I played college baseball at another Christian school. He's at a different Christian school. He gets plugged into a church. He's serving. This is amazing. I'm sitting in chapel one day. His pastor starts talking about this guy by name. How cool is that. This guy, he didn't just settle for man. I, I know the Lord. I'm good. I'm secure in my own faith. No, he's like, I want to get involved. I want to grow a spiritual legacy. I want to serve. I want to help raise up the next generation. I'm getting involved in kids ministry at my church. 
I'm going to get involved in the youth ministry of my church. I'm going to give of myself so that other people can have a relationship with Jesus. See, this word lead, it's, it's very popular in the secular world today. It's very popular in the Christian world today. It's very popular in the sense of leading through an organization. But I want to tell you, yes, increase in your leadership in organizational leadership. Increase in your influence in relationships with others. But most of all, may your leadership be centered upon Jesus and the spiritual legacy that you can leave on another person. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I know I come across maybe more passionate than usual today, but that's because I'm for you. I believe in you. I want the best for you, and I want it for myself too. I get get the privilege of preaching and speaking to different youth groups all over South Florida and through my role with First Priority. And every time that I craft a message, I spend time in prayer to the Lord, and I realize that this message is not for other people. This message is first and foremost for me. See, God's word, we're never exempt from growing. We're never exempt from being crafted upon by Jesus. Jesus is the vine. We are the branches. There's sometimes where he's going to have to cut things out of our lives. Lead. The word lead, it's all about a continual growth in our relationship with Jesus. A continual growth in our relationship with others. The second that we think we're exempt from growth is the second that we start dying. Today, take this as a challenge, as I am taking it as a challenge to myself to grow in your leadership and develop a spiritual legacy. Remember Joshua, his final words when he addressed an entire country was, for me and my household, we're going to serve the Lord. Today, I challenge you, make that declaration a little earlier in your life than Joshua. I don't think many people listening to this are, are know that they're about to take their last breath. We don't know when our last breath is. We're not guaranteed tomorrow, but we do know the one who sustains us and who gives us breath in our lungs, and that is God, and he is calling us forward to lead a generation towards Jesus. Today, take that call upon yourself. Step up, lead, and grow your spiritual legacy. that you enjoyed this episode today. Thank you so much for tuning in to season three, episode five about spiritual legacy and spiritual leadership. I'm Josh. Again, we were out. We were without our co-host today, Nick, but that's because today was his first day at his new job. So hey, if you think about it, please shoot him a text, give him a call, send him a DM, tell Nick congrats. We are so stoked for him to be starting this new role and we just want to pump him up and celebrate that. As always, you can find out more about OneWord at www.onewordbrand.com. We always appreciate when you share this episode with friends. I pray that this episode spoke to you today and that you might be willing to share this with someone who needs to hear it today. Thank you so much. God bless. And we'll see you next week for episode six.